you're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Welcome back for an all-new episode of Hashtag No Filter. Um, Today, I have a very exciting guest. You may know him for his comedic, rebellious nature, an incredibly successful career as a TV writer and producer with 14 Emmy nominations. That's 14 Emmy losses, (laughs) by the way. Don't let him fool you. Regardless of his success, he hasn't been satisfied working He hasn't been satisfied working in the system and wanted to create content and shows where he had complete creative control from the very beginning all the way to the end. He wasn't beholden to a network or advertisers, hence his announcement to launch his own network, Adorable Puppies, and his own TV shows, the shows he created, Pizza with Writers being one of them, are top quality and could easily be on network or cable TV right now. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome John Hotchkiss. Wow, that is a very nice introduction. Thank you very much. The music makes me think that I'm at a gay nightclub. <laughs> I like it. It's kind of very, uh, kind of very uh, electronic, uh, very EDM. I think that's what the kids are saying. Does it get, yeah. Yes, it makes me think that I want to take my uh, shirt off yes. and, and be all sweaty. Yes. Right? Do, Do I have want- to take any GHB? No, but you will no. have to pop an ecstasy. I don't mind. I don't <laughs> mind at all. Well, you brought your Coke, so I'm hoping yes. you're going to have a little bit of... I have plenty of energy. I'm very excited. Thank you for inviting me uh, to your studio and to be on your show. I really of appreciate course. it. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for bringing you know, a little time in your schedule to come on out here. Uh, when you work for yourself, uh, you have nothing but time. <laughs> I, I literally have whatever. If you said to me, John, we tape the show at four in the morning, I'd be like, that is perfect. I can be there. If you said I want to be there at four in the afternoon, I could be there. No problem. You can't put yourself in too much demand. No, no. It's not about the demand. It's that when you're your own boss, okay. uh, you make uh, the decisions. And that is really what I wanted. After making TV shows for the broadcast networks and the cable companies for Almost 20 years, I made shows for NBC, for Showtime, for Playboy TV, for Comedy Central, for the Discovery Channel, for Science Channel, for TLC, for the Game Show Network. And yeah, you have an impressive list of shows under your belt. Thank you. Uh, and I'm sorry, there's a few shows for which I am sorry, right? <laughs> uh, I don't want to tell you which one, but it rhymes with the Rate Rate Show with Beg Gilborn. Ah. I'm not going to say. Uh, so anyway, but I yes, I worked on a show called Politically Incorrect for uh-huh. a long time. I ran a show called Bullshit with Penn and Teller for a number of years. Did you like working with him? I loved working on uh, Bullshit. It was a fantastic experience. It's really where I... So the thing that I am personally interested in okay. and that is seen in my work on my television work is I'm interested in how the world works for real. I'm interested in how people navigate through the world and how we make decisions and how we make choices and how we interact with systems and machines. And I just want to know, like, how do those things work? And uh, so I've done a lot of television work that looks into those and asks those kinds of questions. Mm. And so I got to do quite a bit of that. Quite frankly, I learned a lot of that at uh, Bullshit, where we didn't, I didn't have a political leaning either way when it comes to the things that we looked at, right? We looked at things like, uh, is it, does it make sense to recycle? Does it, uh, what's going on at the Boy Scouts? Uh, What's going on 
the, the right wing talks about families. And we right. and I was so pleased to have done a show where we explained to people, for example, that the common notion of what we think of as a family today has only been around for about 50 years, right? The sort of very yeah. conservative notion of mom, dad, two kids, a dog, a picket fence, that that model of a family has only been around 50 or 60 years. Really? Previous to that, people would get uh, married and make families for any number of reasons, uh, because it would bring two families together so that they could shore up a power base or to help with their business, or people would have children to work in a business, right? The idea of a romantic love where <laughs> the kind of 50s notion of a mom and a dad. Right. So we, I, feel, I felt really good to let people know that that's not a real thing. And yeah, that it wasn't could, until TV romanticized exactly, it. Exactly, right? And so I did a lot of work at, polit at uh, Bullshit and then Politically Incorrect. I worked on Curb Your Enthusiasm for a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Did lots of different shows. What was the one thing on Bullshit that shocked you the most? Well, I... Or that surprised well, you that you didn't expect? Well, there's a, a debate amongst people about the company Walmart. And most people mm -hmm. think of Walmart as a really terrible corporation <laughs> that does horrible things for their employees... And I remember we did a show about it, and it turns out that it's not entirely black and white. Okay. Okay, just, I'll just give you, now again, this is a few years ago, and I'm going to just try to recall some of the things that I remember discovering. Okay. For example, uh, like 95% of America lives within 20 miles of a Walmart. Now, that includes the poorest areas of America. That means that that company has invested to bring goods and services to people at a very fair price to the worst sort of poorest neighborhoods in America. And for lots of those people, it's a godsend. The other thing that I think is that it also saves people time and money. Think about if you were to live in a small town and you romanticize the idea of shopping on Main Street. Okay. Right? And then if you wanted to go, you would go to one shop to get milk. You would go to a different shop to get your tires changed. You would go to another shop to get your photos. You would go to get to another shop to pick up your uh, fruits and vegetables, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So you're in your car. You're, you're using gas. You're, uh, you're running your, your vehicle. You're contributing to carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. Right? You're driving your car, et cetera, et cetera. Now you just go to Walmart and you get all of those things done for much less money. That saves people. Now, there are people who romanticize the idea of, oh, you're putting mom and pop shops out of business. Well, I might counter argue that it's we also put the Iceman out of business, that there was a guy who used to, in the early 1900s, bring a block of ice to your house. But then people invented a refrigerator. And so the Iceman no longer had a job. Then there was a guy who drove a horse carriage, and he would take you from where you lived to someplace else where you wanted right. to go. And then they invented cars. And so- Evolution eventually. Uh, right. Yeah, we grow with- We growed with it, right? And then for, and here's another thing that they do. Let's say you're traveling across America in, your, in, in a camper. Okay. You can park your camper overnight for free in a Walmart parking lot. Really? Yeah. So my point is, is that there are- Every, that issues aren't black and white, Okay. despite what we hear and see in the media. And so I'm, which just, I'm a guy who's just interested in the facts. Just tell me the fact, and I'll decide how I want to experience it. But I want to know whatever the truth is. I'll okay. give you another example. So what's the truth about Walmart? It's well, not as bad as people make it out to be? Yeah, it's not black and white. There are some, do they pay people uh, a, a poor wage? 
maybe yes, but I don't know what what's the what what is a fair wage for somebody who packs boxes. Okay, I don't know, right? But they're closer to knowing than I am, right? Yeah, and so I don't know that every job should pay fifty dollars an hour, right? I don't know that it should. I want a job that uh, pays fifty. Yes, I would like a job that right. Most people would like a job that. But what do you contribute right. that earns you True. fifty dollars? Fair enough. Right, okay. and so I'll give you another example. Okay. We do, we did a show about. I did a uh, one of my shows on uh, my new uh, channel is mm. uh, called This Versus That. Okay, and it's a big show where we did very large experiments uh, about things that everybody encounters in their life. Okay. And so one of the experiments that we did was about uh, hybrid vehicles, and people think that they're the be-all and end-all. Mm-hmm. And we r- drove them simultaneously against vehicles that have that are just uh, high combustion, that get a lot of miles on from a combustion engine as opposed to a hybrid, which runs uh, a combination of combustion engine and battery. Okay. Right? So... People think that if they're driving a, a hybrid vehicle, that they're doing something to help save the environment, right? Yeah. And so they're the not- The marketing ploy. Exactly. And so, for example, pieces of your car are made all over the world. Mm-hmm. So then those, all those pieces, they, something comes from Canada, something comes from South America. Those pieces get on a boat and they go to Japan where they build the vehicle. Then they bring the car here. So there's offsets- where we're spending energy that you think that you're saving. The biggest thing that people probably don't know is that your hybrid vehicle gets its best gas mileage when you're driving at about 25 or 30 miles an hour in stop-and-go traffic in the city. Because the braking is the thing that it's the reciprocal braking. Mm-hmm. That's when you step on the brake, it then converts that energy and stores it in your battery, right? Okay. However, if you're driving on the highway at 50 or 60 miles an hour, you're just running on the combustion engine, which is just like everyone else's car. So if you're a person, let's say, who lives in Southern California and you commute to work, let's say you take the 101 to the 405 in your Prius every day, you're not necessarily saving any gas. (laughs) You're not doing anything to help save the environment. What you're doing is you're driving around in a car so that other people will think that you're helping save the environment when you're really not, because you're only doing it when you're using the brakes. And if you're not using the brakes, you are not taking advantage of that car's. So people think of a Prius as like a like a, a, a pizza that has all the toppings on it, that it's mm-hmm. good for everyone, but it's not. It's a pepperoni pizza. It has a very unique taste that only some people will be able to take advantage of or like. So do you think people drive Priuses because they really believe that they're saving the environment or they drive the Prius because they want to look like they're trying to save the environment? I, I, I don't profess to know what goes on in people's heads who I don't know, right? But what I will say is that if you don't educate yourself about what is the truth. True. And that's the thing that's incumbent upon people is to just get educated and not fall for marketing tricks. Don't fall for... Uh, the sort of uh, debate that goes on on on, uh, on your Fox News or on your MSNBC mm-hmm. or CNN, where you're only going to get uh, b- where issues are divided into black or white. Yeah, they're not. Things are gray and they're complicated. 
Yeah, and you have to do your research and you have to exactly. look into things. Um, right. I, I think that's I think that's a great point. I mean, if you're just going into something, if you're just buying buying a Prius because you think it's you think it's good and the the idea behind it is that it's good, um, you know, it's it's you're, yeah, you're, you're making a mistake. You're it's dumb. just a mistake. If you and there are people who genuinely would like to do something that would be good that they think would that would genuinely be helpful. Yes, right. And so you have to figure out what that thing is individually for you. So is that what your show, This Versus That, does? Is it yes. kind of compares? That's exactly right. So I'll give you just another couple of examples. This is So uh, that's the show I did uh, two uh, shows ago, but it's all okay. new. It's all on the website, Adorable Puppies, Inc., and there are six one-hour episodes. Well, let's, and... let's talk about that. So, okay, ador- so, okay, so your network is Adorable Puppies, Inc. Yes. So what you worked on, you worked in network television. You Correct. worked on some pretty big shows. What Puppies. made you leave network TV to start your own network? Or... I got fed up with being ripped off. <laughs> I just literally got, I got tired of two things. I got okay. tired of being ripped off. And I got tired of the people with the money telling me what to do. Okay. And it's not to say that I'm not a collaborator. I'm happy to collaborate. But you don't just get to decide that, I'm making this up, that my Western would be better if it were set in space because it's your money, right? Right. You, you just, it's, I'm making this thing. And I just, as a creative person, I wanted to make the things that I was interested in. Okay. And that I'm not saying that I would necessarily do it better, although I think that I do do it better, <laughs> and I'm not I'm I'm prepared to collaborate. I work right. with people, I hire my friends to help me, right? Okay. But uh I didn't want people telling me what to do. And I just okay. as a creative person, I went I should be able to do the kinds of things that I want to do, and the reason I'm able to do it is for the same reason that you're able to do this podcast is that the materials that it takes to make a television show, the kind of shows that I'm passionate about, which I, I, I call factual entertainment, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's not a reality show. I'm not following around people uh, who are famous and trying to make their lives more interesting in the editing, right? I'm right. doing, I'm presenting information in an entertaining way. So, so, so you call it a network, kind of like, and it's what? It's an on-demand network. Yes, right? people can go. And today, I read that net. The I asked my lawyer if I could say that the my network, adorable puppies, uh, if I could say uh, like Netflix but better, and he said it, because that's my opinion. I could say that, right? <laughs> so what makes it better than Netflix? So, because everybody's obsessed. Netflix is the thing right now. So, so what? How are you going to come in this and change? I'll the tell game? you. So. Here's what I what I offer people, which okay. are one shows that are a hundred percent uncensored. The the Netflix because it's a giant corporation, and because of the content that it has acquired, those programs have all been censored in some way by the broadcaster or the production company that previously made them. Okay, right? They right. made them. Uh, they they tamed the language. They tamed the content of the what people were talking about, right? Because they had to bow to pressure both from the government mm-hmm. and from advertisers who originally sponsored those programs. Here, I have no advertisers. The only person I owe an explanation to is my wife, <laughs> right? And that is to just make sure I don't piss away my children's college fund. And so I can say whatever I want. There's no rules other than I, there can't be what is considered obscenity, right? Okay. Nobody can do that. But everything short of obscenity, 
uh, I, ha I can have on the channel. So I can tell you stuff that you can't find out anywhere else. And that's what makes it worthwhile. So, okay. for example, the Prius experiment, just as a for instance, no broadcast or cable company could ever do that experiment because companies like Toyota and Ford and General Motors, which are the big advertisers, would never tolerate the company taking a big dump all over their product. Right? right on a place with that they support with millions and millions of dollars of advertising. So without the advertising, how do you well, how do you fund this network? So uh, I'm hoping that people will pay just three dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, so it's cheaper than Netflix. If Netflix today raised their price from uh, a low of uh, I think it's eight ninety nine now to nine ninety nine for their lowest tier uh, of service, and then if you want anything better, I think it's about fourteen or fifteen dollars a month. Right. So what you get on my network is shows that are 100 percent uncensored, 100 percent independent. I funded every program that's on it. I paid for it with my money. Right. And then okay. the third thing is that it's 100 percent advertiser free. There's no advertisements on the website. There's no advertisements like during that. the shows. There's nothing on the screen on the right hand side while you're watching. We don't interrupt the shows. There's no products integrated into the show. It's just television programs pure and con yeah. pure content and I'm not married to there being a clock so there are some sh so in the one in the shows that are one hour for just by contrast if you were to watch a network show that is on from eight to nine you get about 43 minutes of content and about 17 or 18 minutes of commercials on my hour show you get about 55 minutes of content ah right so, and then I have half hour shows that run 40 minutes and that's 40 minutes of content. That's almost the content of a one hour show. And so that's the other thing is that I'm not married to the clock, no advertising, hundred percent independent. All right. Well, let's talk about this other show that you, yes. that, that's new on your network. It's called Pizza with Writers. You definitely, you're definitely a pizza enthusiast. Oh, I love you it. You love pizza. You yes, came, I your do. shirt says free pizza. Just ask. Yes. Talk uh, to me. How do I get free pizza? It, it couldn't be simpler. All you have to do is follow me on Twitter at Hotchkiss, H-O-T-C-H-K-I-S like Sam, S like Sam, Hotchkiss underscore John, J-O-N. There's some guy in Britain who got John Hotchkiss, and I couldn't get him to switch, so I ended up with Hotchkiss underscore John. And so I'm going to give away 100 free pizzas to celebrate uh, the release of this new television show okay. called Pizza with Writers. And it's a television show. It's an interview series that's funny, uh -huh. where I interviewed the writers and the creators of some of the best and most popular shows currently on television. And we made pizza... Uh, in my backyard, where I have a wood-burning pizza oven. Ah. For my whole life, pizza has been my favorite food. On, <laughs> on my honeymoon, I went to Italy, and for 14 days in a row, I had pizza for lunch. And then I topped that because... That's a lot of pizza. For the last three and a half years, I've eaten pizza for lunch nearly every day, every weekday, for the last really? three and a half years. How did, how did somebody eat that much pizza and not get tired not of pizza? Much. I don't know. How did it, how do people have sex three times a week and not get tired of sex? Who has sex? I, I don't have sex three times a week. That's no, a lot but of I'm sex. Just, yes, but I'm saying when you find something you like, you stick with it. And that's what <laughs> I've done. It's, it's, I like it. And I enjoy right. it. And it's 
around the corner from my house. There's a place that I like, and I eat there, Mulberry Street Pizza on uh, Ventura Boulevard in Sherman Oaks. Okay. And I just like it. And so the guys who run it have become friends, and I eat there uh, nearly every day. And so this new show, uh, I interviewed, for example, the writers and creators from, I'll just think of a few shows, The Simpsons, Family Guy, Saturday Night Live, Howard Stern, Tosh.0, uh, the creator of Arrow, the creator of the new Muppet show on ABC. Uh, let's think. Boy, there's so many shows. Uh, guys who write for Conan, Saturday Night Live, uh, The Daily Show. Uh, the, did I say The Simpsons? Yes. Anyway, so the, if people who are interested in pop culture are interested in learning or discovering how the people who make the thing that they love, they're going to love this show. Because okay. it's a funny interview show, and even if you just like pizza, we make pizza and we talk about it, et cetera, et cetera. There's a whole big chunk where we talk about pizza. I make one that I like, and then the guest makes one that they like, and then oh. we sit down together and we eat each other's pizza, and uh, then sound, we talk about the writing. Dirty. Yes, <laughs> it is. And so it's wood brick oven pizza, and so much like the people here who run uh, your podcast network, mm-hmm. uh, I shot the show in my backyard. Oh. And uh, it's it's terrific. And so, but again, the reason I'm able to do that is because the the tools to make a television show, uh, if I'm a, for a professional, are not exorbitant in, in cost. Okay. Right? And so I can write it at my house. We produce it and shoot it at my house. I edit it at my house, and I'm able to distribute it around the world just like your podcast, right, from my house. Just because I have a wireless connection, I upload it to a server, right, and then we play it on the website. Wow. So you're just, you have your own little business going out of your home. And the reason why, look, this is an opportunity, a genuine opportunity for the audience to get better programming. It used to be that if you had a television show, you needed to have access to a satellite, right? That was the way television was distributed. Mm-hmm. You needed, or, or to a cable company that had laid cable from to everyone's house okay. right around the country, right? But now, thanks to the internet, you, that isn't necessary anymore. So is that how they access your network online? Yeah, people go On online. On your website? They What's just the go website? to Adorable Puppies, Inc., AdorablePuppiesInc.com? Yes. And, All uh, right. I think of the shows. People ask me why I come up with the name Adorable Puppies, and I went, <laughs> Yeah, where well, did that come from? Because these, the TV shows that I created, they're my adorable puppies. Uh-huh. And in the same way that people love to share pictures of their dogs on Facebook or on Twitter, right? They take a picture of their dog in a birthday hat, and they share it <laughs> with everyone. And sort of in their heart, they know, well, some people will love this, and some people won't. But the people who love it, it will really make them smile. And that's how I think about these shows. I recognize that they're not shows for all people, right? I didn't make a broadcast show. What I made is shows that are very specific, that uh, enough people will like, that hopefully it will support itself monetarily. Okay. Right. So I don't need a million viewers to watch. I need 15 or 20,000 viewers or 30 or 40,000 viewers. To make it sustainable. And uh, I think that that is genuinely possible. Yeah. Okay, what about your show, Get Sex Tonight? Oh, that, that sounds a I little provocative. A, I was afraid you were going to ask me about that. So, <laughs> Am I getting late tonight? No. Well, you, see, maybe. So, <laughs> maybe. So, again, when it comes... So, 
I the, there are three shows now on the website, right? There's this versus that, mm-hmm. which is the science show, okay. right? Uh, Pizza with Writers is your pop culture show, okay? Right, and then there Get Sex Tonight is your porn, your sex show, right? But it's not pornography, and not <laughs> that there's anything wrong with porn, right? I'm not saying there's anything wrong. It's a show for adults. Okay, think The Daily Show meets HBO's Real Sex. Okay. Right? And so let's say you were a woman who didn't like adult entertainment. If you watched this show, I don't think that you would think, oh boy, they've really objectified us and made us feel uh, like objects and this is awful. No, it's a show that instead of politics uses sex, sexuality, gender differences, and, and uh, there's a lot of science experiments in it that look at how it is that we relate to one another. Now, is there nudity in it? Yes. Might some people look at it and go, oh, I was titillated. Yes. And will somebody go, oh, I saw it and I didn't like it? Well, yes, that might be the case. And for those people, they, sh- they shouldn't watch it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's The Daily Show. It talks about issues that you can't talk about nearly anywhere else. We did a big expose, for example, about... Uh, I'm trying to think. So we did a big expose about uh, erectile dysfunction, about all those ads that you get in your email, mm-hmm. right, about erectile dysfunction. So we did a big investigation of where those spam emails are coming from, how they get people to waste their money on these phony erectile dysfunction cures, right? Mm-hmm. And so we did a thing about that. We did a whole thing about revenge porn, where we try to explain to young girls, don't give your boyfriend naked pictures of yourself, right? Yes. Just don't. And even if he's sweet, and even if you think that you're going to be with him for years, don't do it, right? Because people you, are jerks. You have to be, yeah, you have to be smart. About, like right. people are just so dumb now. They Correct. just take photos with their legs wide open and their face right there, and it's like. <sighs> and so again, this isn't the kind of stuff that you can talk about on the broadcast yeah. networks or on even on cable. But they're uh, conversations that need to be had. Exactly. These they're the things that re- regular people are genuinely talking about and that affect them. We did exactly. a whole expose also about uh, the people who were able to take uh, uh, upskirt shots. Like there was a couple of cases where uh, men who were secretly hitting, hiding cameras into the on their shoes and under their pants and whatever, and where they were saying that. If you're in a public place on a subway, that you shouldn't expect to have privacy and that if you're sitting with your legs open, don't be surprised if a guy has taken pictures. Yes. Things that are, I mean, just crazy things. That's insane. Yes. And so, but again, these are the conversations that people aren't having uh, on the networks. And again, so that makes me think that if people are really talking about it, that they'd be willing to pay, quite frankly, what is a very small amount of money to see uh, a quality television show, right, that they can't get anywhere else. Right. And the reason that they can't get it is because those the places that would show a television show, like your broadcast networks or your cable companies, they have all sorts of restrictions, right, from their board of directors, from the federal government. Uh, there are restrictions, right? But here, I have none. I can do literally whatever I want short of you know, having sex with animals, right? Like you, <laughs> and which is against the law, but yes. And so that doesn't interest me. Like I don't want right. to show that. Uh, but everything else, the things that people are genuinely talking about, we're able to talk about on, for example, get sex tonight and the pop culture shows. 
people are interested in The Simpsons. They're interested in what yeah. goes on. Same thing with uh, the science at this versus that. I like that real content and having real conversations about real issues that are, you know, happening right now. I like That's that. That's exactly right. Thank I you. like it. So everybody, so do you have a social media website oh, for any goodness. of this? Oh, yes. So What they, are your social media oh, sites boy. that Here everyone go. can go follow you at? So if they want to see the shows, they can go to Adorable Puppies, Inc., Dot com. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they can see the first episode of all three shows for nothing, right? I, I recognize that people go, oh, uh, I, this is something new. I don't little... want to pay for it. Yeah. So we give you the Preview. way we give away. It's like the crack dealer. We give yeah. you the first little bit for nothing, right? And, and then, then you, you have to pay. In. Right. And then we uh, fish them in. That's exactly right. So uh, they can go there. They can follow me uh, on uh, Twitter at Hotchkiss, H-O-T-C-H-K-I-S-S underscore John, J-O-N. They can follow Adorable Puppies on uh, Twitter as well. Adorable, I think, nah, forget it. Don't go there because <laughs> somebody else had Adorable Puppies. And so I had to get like Adorable underscore Puppy, but P-U-P-P-I-E. Oh, that's it's annoying. It's just also convenient. Anyway, if you just go to the website, you can click on <laughs> and uh, it'll take you right to our other uh pages and they really want to follow you on twitter so they can get free pizza that's exactly right so what is it the next hundred people that follow you get no 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 so there's going to be a drawing in about uh three or four weeks i'm going to do it live on periscope oh and uh that will draw and we'll give away a hundred pizzas so there could be there'll be a hundred winners and uh yeah and And they they can get the pizza yeah we people have asked well how are you going to do it well I can do it in a number of ways. I can send you the uh, a card from your favorite pizzeria. If you uh-huh. like some of their pizza, I'll send you one of their uh, cards and with the money on it. I can send you the money via PayPal. If there's a local pizzeria that you like, mm-hmm. call them up and you order it. And then I'll call five minutes later and I'll put my credit card number down and I'll pay for the pizza. Look at you, a loyal businessman, John. Yes. Right for 100. <laughs> it's just 100 pizzas. It turns out not a lot of money. Yes. And so, and I'm happy to do it if uh, to help uh, bring some attention to the website. I love it. Well, thank you so much, John, for coming out and talking to us about adorable puppies. Everybody needs to go and check out the Adorable Puppies Network. Check out this versus that. Get sex tonight and pizza with writers. Thank you guys for listening to hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. I will be back next week. And every week after that, because I don't have a life on Tuesday nights. <laughs> and I'm taping this show just for you every Wednesday. So don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Follow me at Just Plain Zach across all social media platforms. Don't forget to follow John Hotchkiss underscore John on Twitter. Go check him out. Check out Adorable Puppies. And I will catch you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>